0: Yeah. You know, not really, really
1: a lively spirit,
0: but an echo of shit that happened. Oh, we're so. going to get into it, though. Oh, my We're going to get into it. First yeah. of all, how does Dunkin' Donuts not have chocolate donuts ready? What the yeah.
2: fuck? fuck. Oh, I... oh my God.
3: <laughs> it's like, Most I'm, I'm
2: mad on your behalf. I don't <laughs> even know about this, but God damn it. <laughs>
0: Hello, and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, Danielle, and I are going to talk about Kenneth Branagh's latest Hercule Poirot movie, A Haunting in Venice. We're also going to talk about the Poirot book it was based on, Halloween Party. And, fair warning, we're going to spoil a fair deal of both of them. So, if you were planning on seeing the movie this weekend, you have our permission to dip out and come back after your screening. Uh, Same thing with the book, if that's your style. Or both, if you're going to do both. I guess since neither of those spoil each other, but... I've confused myself. Anyway, once you're ready, let's get back to my conversation with the Chrises and Danielle already in progress.
4: Like mm. they don't have any because, mm. like, that's all my kids want. So just cancel the whole order then. Like, <laughs> I don't want any of it. Then if you're not gonna have well, that. Well, you like, have to cancel oh. it on yours. And then Dunkin' End. Donuts is like, oh, well, we have we have four. It's like, okay, well, if you have four, I'll take those four, <laughs> it's a different and you story. Can replace the other two chocolate that I was gonna get with glaze. But like, my god, if you don't have chocolate, like, that's what my kids want.
1: <laughs> that's the only donut to be getting. Like Unless why? Why would you
4: run out of those? Those should be the ones you make the most of. Yeah. Somebody, whoever's running Dunkin' Donuts, they need to do a better job. They whoever's do. up at the top, you need to get rid of them. Bring someone else in that knows. Surely what they're doing somebody from this Boston. This should not be happening. Yeah. Just ever.
1: not. I will say, Delta CEO Ed Bastian.
2: Because today's episode brought to you by Delta Airlines <laughs> and Dunkin' Donuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if only they made some changes that everyone on Reddit has been fucking blasting. Their sky miles about this. is now sky dollars, essentially. Ooh, They're I taking mean, away all bucks. of the uh you're not gonna earn status through miles traveled anymore, it's dollars spent. Oh and you only earn a qualifying dollar for like every twenty bucks of real money you spend. I don't know. <laughs> so all I've the never people
4: Delta in my whole life.
1: Oh, I was exclusive to them for the past few years. (laughs) Good to know. Because Delta was comfortable, at least, and ran on time, and didn't fuck with, like, didn't lose my luggage until this Mm -hmm. year. Uh, then that started changing a little bit, as the last two times I have flown, my flights have been delayed.
3: Mm -hmm. And, um,
1: and when I made it to Texas, because of that big ass delay, my bag came later. So they're not so reliable from my experience anymore. Yeah, you were there. They had to come deliver it.
4: You gotta start, you gotta start, um, putting air tags in your baggage too, because like they- I don't
1: have an iPhone, so I can't get an air tag. I guess I could get a tile. Yeah. Yeah. So. Same goddamn um, thing. I mean, Delta knows where my bags are, pretty much all the time. They (laughs) They just don't have to get get it there with me because it was so- (laughs) We were so late leaving, um, Winston that I only had 20 minutes to make it to my next plane in Atlanta. Yeah. Which after the bathroom was really like 15 minutes and I had to go from <laughs> like across the airport on the plane train. Oh my God. Which, gosh. which made, I got there, I got to my gate, like I made it on the plane, but my bag did not make it with me. Cause you need at least like 40 minutes to an hour for your bag to make it. Right. So. Cause long uh, as covered yeah.
4: it, like that's on them. Like oh, they didn't bring that shit to me. Cause. <laughs> yeah, no, they waiting.
1: totally did. They, they covered all that. So, but, um, I will yeah, not be waiting. So all the Delta loyalists now, and rightly so, are like, what's the fucking point of being loyal to Delta? Because a lot of them who are talking this stuff are like business travelers, mm-hmm. who while they might, uh, while their company probably covers the shit, like, they get to book it with their, they get to use their yeah. SkyMiles number and crap like that, so they've been earning the yeah. status, and that's what it is, like, because of the credit card bonuses and status matches and crap during COVID and shit, like, there's way too many people with platinum and diamond medallion status, at least yeah. according to Delta. So, they're basically just kicking everybody out, essentially, <laughs> through spending requirements and only keeping the really special people. Nice. And, um, <laughs> Capitalism <laughs> at the best. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. it's like, well, what's the incentive of being a Sky Miles loyalist if there is none? So <laughs> You get like, a cool now sticker. it's like. No, you get cool bag tags, I've heard. That's what ah, you get. Ooh. When you hit silver, you get a, uh, you get some luggage tags <laughs> that say your
0: silver medallion. Do they have uh, a GPS locator in them? So when they get no, lost, no, no, so there's zero. That
1: probably comes health. with your diamond medallion ones, <laughs> but they also, people are like, we could live with that, but they're also, uh, getting rid of lounge access for people. Oh. So like I had a Delta credit card for a little bit, but now it turns out there wouldn't be any re- re- good reason to have it because I had the platinum Am- Delta Amex. Which is like the gold regular Amex, essentially. Yeah, and uh, but it got you could pay a day pass rate to get into the Sky Clubs, mm-hmm. which are supposedly really, really nice. When I had it it was like thirty five dollars, and then they jacked it up to fifty dollars. So that's kind of not know, worth. It can be that kind of gets in the territory of hey, where are you flying and how long are you laid over for? Right, you know when it's thirty five bucks, sure every time, like Atlanta, no biggie. That's like a a meal I'm going to pay for anyways. So
2: do
4: they have like, like, do the a airport for you in there.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. beer, like free alcohol, all that kind of shit
2: You know, last time we were at the mall We saw an offer for a uh, Victoria's Secret credit card And I was wondering what Victoria's <laughs> Get Secret Get free underwear are like,
3: <laughs> uh,
1: Well, I don't know
2: um, so basically they, they let just anybody into those <laughs> No
1: So they nixed that for the platinum card holders So then you have to have the Delta Reserve Yeah Which is like $600 a year You've thought about this way too much. Oh, because I wanted airplane status. Because I wanted I wanted status, Chris, so I could get into in the lounges.
0: Yeah, I don't want to. That's wanna what wait. he's interested in.
1: I don't want to wait around with all the other plebs. With The riffraff. <laughs> Have you been to Atlanta? You know how crowded that shit is. <laughs> like, come on. And there's this. There's like 20 Sky Clubs in every terminal in Atlanta, but only Sky Clubs. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so they got rid of that, they took, the reserve was Unlimited Sky Clubs to now they get like 10 per year, which I guess for a leisure traveler would be fine, Yeah, but the people who have the reserve are not leisure travelers, so they need more than 10, and then you used to be able to get in with the regular American Express Platinum card if you were flying on Delta, like unlimited time, so that was helpful, that was a really good card if you wanted lounge access, also expensive, but if you can use the credits, then it evens out. But they limited them to six visits a year. So people are like, well, what's the fucking point? I'm like, well, right. I don't know. Right. Not now, I guess. So everyone's like, fine, we'll just fucking fly on like, whatever's the quickest to get us there or the cheapest. <laughs> and everyone's like, actually, that's the way it should go. Because the yeah. airlines have all kind of fucked over their yeah. um, miles rewards program in the last few years. So there's really no point anymore. Right. So it's like, just go with whoever you want to go with. We'll get you there the quickest. Right. I'm like, all right, that's probably how it should have been.
0: Well the creepy you know, thing was when all the Delta CEOs started showing up dead with slashes on their back. Oh <laughs> <God>. Whoa. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the sky exactly. miles elitists hate Delta CEOs now. Yeah. We'll ah! have to find we'll have to
1: find Poirot's grandson to come solve this one. <laughs> so. Yes,
0: please. Yeah. Oh. Um and also we should have said at the beginning, uh Shana Tova.
3: Thank you. Uh, yeah. Happy shofar season.
0: Yes. Did
1: you blow a shofar recently? Uh, They did in synagogue yesterday. Yeah. I can't do it very well, so I don't do it yet. But (laughs) maybe I could have had I gone to the practice session last Sunday based (laughs) on all the people who were there yesterday. I'm like, oh, I probably could have done that except the super long one at the end.
0: Yeah. Because then you have to like buzz your lips like a trumpet
2: or? That sounds like a super spreader event to me. You're supposed to. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't really know how to do that. Yeah.
1: So I've I figured out how to do it using, like, the skill. with the small... I have a small kudu horn one, uh-huh. but you're supposed to be able to do that just, like, straight out like a trumpet. Right. But apparently, I took it last year, and I didn't end up doing it, but Rabbi looked at it, and he was like, yeah, it looks like the hole's a little small, a little tight. <laughs> it's like, you should talk to Leah, or, like, his, one of Michal, his younger daughter, Yeah, about it. And I didn't do that, but I figured out how to make it work, by using, like, the side of my mouth, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could do most of them, I think, if I practiced, but not the long. Kudu Horn would the be end. pretty small, right? No, they're about... Full-size ones are super oh. long. Maybe I think Mine of is dick just dick. a smaller one. So, I yeah. just like
0: saying dick-dick. 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 <laughs> they're dick pretty dick cool, car, the
1: Kudu Horn ones, because of the <laughs> length and they and they have the nice curl. Yeah. Because traditionally, like in the Middle East and Europe, they used ram ho- Ram's Horn ones. Right. But, and they still do. You can still get ram's horns, so far. But the Jews in Yemen, in that part of the world, like, oh, we don't really have rams. We have these kudus. Like, uh-huh. we we have some sheep. We don't want to, like, you know, kill them off unnecessarily yeah. for things. So. Yeah, there's, we some- have these,
3: yeah, like, we have <laughs> these kudu things running
1: around that we hunt. So can we use those horns? And the rabbis are like, sure. <laughs> yeah. They'll work. So. Let's nice. introduce the kudu. They're pretty nice. neat. That's pretty much all everybody uses now
0: because they look cool. I had a, a TikTok on my for you page of some guy who um it's like when my corgi is babysat by my Jewish grandfather. And he was <laughs> oh helping yes, helping to blow the shofar. Nice. It was very
1: cute. <laughs> the corgi only the problem table. I have is the fucking MAGA people have taken Uh-oh. our shofars and use them. them at, they they have them and they use them Uh-oh. at their stupid rallies because that's not Christian something I've heard of. Because they're Christian right. nationalists, Uh-huh. so they like to take shit from us <laughs> and use it from our culture and our practices, uh-huh. because they think they talk to God the most or something, I don't know.
4: No, they're just and, a fake religious. And Trump <laughs> is sent
1: by are. God, yeah. and they, these are supposed to be the trumpets used at their end of days belief. Oh. And so, they
0: like, Try we're going to use Try these. Trump isn't
4: like going anywhere after he dies. No. It's not, he's, not going he's going down. to Heaven.
0: a a golf course. <laughs> a very
1: hot one where he never wins. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean right <laughs> next to his ex wife. According party. to those Christian people. So they, yeah. his kids don't have to pay taxes on his burial or whatever. <laughs> right. Well Right. But yeah, that's has so, weird, like to see. Like they, there's pictures from January sixth with people with those. I'm like, oh, that's, that's not yours. You shouldn't be doing that. Well, they um, don't care. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They're like, we they're like Jewish people. We like Israel. on
0: the wall and stuff. Like yeah. yeah.
1: They're like, we like Israel. Some of us bought our shofars there,
0: so it's okay. And I'm like, no, it's not.
3: <laughs>
0: not for what you're doing. Well, Sorry. To uh, make a terrible segue, this is a uh, yeah. problem we probably face a lot given the uh, format of this show, but you know how you get like a book in mm-hmm. the cover has the freaking thing that's like, oh, now it's a PBS mystery. Ugh, ruined it. I just oh, was it? Cover, guys. I wonder what that one's like. <laughs> ruined Seen <it>. this movie. <laughs> so. Oh man, so uh, it's another Agatha Christie book, Mm-hmm. but it's like nothing at all to do with the movie. So much. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little. What I heard it's sort yeah, of inspired I heard it was by, a, but a, a
1: very much an adaptation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, did anybody else get a chance to read the book? I know it was a kind of a weird schedule.
2: I did not. I almost did, and then I was too tired. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, okay. I, I really thought about it, though. Okay, cool. I was like, oh, man. Well. Right. And then so I fell asleep.
0: The <laughs> the thing about this one is, like, it was super boring, this book.
2: yeah. Kind of like, uh, I don't know. You're not selling it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I think but I was hoping someone else would have read of it of because I'm like, help me favorites. remember
0: what even happened in this book. There we go. Um, That's what on. we need to know.
2: Okay, so so first of all, was was Poirot in it? And yes. was he in Venice? Poirot yes. was
0: in it. Okay, okay, okay. Or was so, he in Venice? Let's let's go over what I remember of this book. I guess first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's the book is called Halloween Party. Mm-hmm. Instead of A Haunting in Vegas, it was one of the last I mean Poirot books. Go okay. you know, A Haunting in Vegas. That would have been a different movie. Ooh. That would have,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there oh.
0: is a Venice in Vegas. Oh,
3: oh my
2: god. So, so there we haunting, go. The Haunting in at, Vegas, the, Venice. yeah, the Venetian. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the canals go like half a football field. Yes, but there's and still canals. That's true. You could still drown in them if you tried. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's one of the last Poirot books that she wrote. It was written in nineteen sixty nine. So that's like oh. thirty two years after Death on the Nile.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it seems kinda of take place around then. They never really date check anything, but
2: Yeah.
0: Um just some of the notes that she has in there about how the men are dressing, like very Austin's powery Uh uh-huh. yeah. some of the vocab she uses, like, describes people as wanting to look sexy, which uh-huh. I don't remember them using something like that back in the thirties. Uh <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, decidedly not set in Venice. Like, this is some random town in the English countryside oh, at, like, okay. a boarding Ooh. school. It's set around a boarding school.
3: Okay.
0: But, uh, one of the things I read was that they suspect Agatha Christie was maybe suffering from dementia when she wrote this, because there's, like, plot lines that sort of start and she forgets to go back to, and there's kind of a lot of retreading... Of the same kind of ideas, like, she never really, I don't know, the impression I got was she hadn't quite figured out how to make it a show-not-tell situation. Mm. So there's a lot of Poirot just kind of thinking about it, being like, man, kids, and murder's bad and stuff, but... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) okay. But yeah, so it does still have um, Ariadne as, like, an analog for her, like, a Mm. murder mystery writer. Mm-hmm. She's staying with like a PTA leader lady who is Rowena Drake. Okay. They're hosting a Halloween party for the kids in the school. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's, Poirot's not there for it, but, um, they after the party's breaking up, they find one of the girls, Joyce, is like drowned in the apple bobbing tub. Oh, fuck. Ah. After having earlier in the day told everyone like, well, I saw murder once. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, you didn't shut up. He's like, yeah, I totally did, (laughs) but I didn't know it was a murder at the time. So the whole thing is they suspect somebody heard that they, she had seen a murder and they're like, uh oh, better shut her up. Right. And then there's just a lot of Poirot walking around town and talking to people and then being like, man, that Joyce girl lies all the time. He's like, Okay, but also, what about this one girl that went missing in the past? Like, oh, well, her too. And then, what about this other murder? Like, yeah, that. Like, constantly uh. rediscovering these past women who have been killed or gone missing. Mm. It's weird. Um And to, like, kind of spoil the rest of it, like, uh the principal crime is, like, there's an amendment to a will of a local lady who was very rich where she was going to leave all of her money to her au pair, uh-huh. which the kids didn't know what that word was. So they called her the opera lady instead of the au pair lady. Oh. And um, the au pair was named Olga and she was going to inherit all this money. But the gardener for that lady was having an affair with Rowena Drake. They wanted to inherit the money so they could make a really fancy garden. So they made a fake amendment to the will That said the same thing as the real amendment to the will But did it so shittily They knew lawyers would be like This is fake and we can't use it And filed that instead So they didn't get the money And then they killed Olga and threw her in a well Oh, And one of the local kids had actually seen that happen And told her friend Joyce And Joyce wanted to be edgy and cool So she told her friends it was her who saw it Mm-hmm. Ah. And Rowena Drake heard her say that, and so she drowned her in the thing. Whoops. Then wow. Joyce's brother, Leopold, either saw that happen, I don't remember, or, like, figured it out on his own and was going to blackmail her. So she's like, blackmail me, I kill you also. Like, mm-hmm. fucking kid. You can't blackmail me, I'm bigger than you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, then the neighbor kid, they figure out it was her who actually found it, or saw the murder. And they're going to go sacrifice her, like, they convince her they need to sacrifice her, like Olga, to make the garden pretty or something. But there's some last-minute heroics, which is unusual for these kind of murder mysteries, to me, at least, where they swoop yeah. in and save the day. Yeah. Stop someone from being actively murdered instead of solving someone who's already dead, but... Right. I don't know. It it wasn't very long, but it was very confusing and, like... Not really. It, the, it doesn't sound like a Poirot novel. <laughs> No, well, a lot of his investigation is Poking just talking advice. to people, which is not unlike unlike his other investigations, but kind of yeah. missed that driving force of like, like, we actively have to discover this instead of like, oh, well, it's weird that this happened, and we'll just think back through past crimes and stuff. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. Hmm. Um, Sounds like it but uh like it did put me in mind of something like um like it where okay. they have all of these um you know disappearances and murders in town and everyone's kind of just like we just don't talk about that right yeah. like that's too hard to think about so yeah um so yeah
3: interesting um,
0: so yeah um there did seem to be like nods to the book in this movie like some mm-hmm. of the character names were used of course but like, yeah, the principal right. plot was, like, completely different. Although, they did come back and kind of um, do an homage to the the plot with that last guy who was talking to him at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, I need help. He's like, actually, it was a fake uh, codicil to your, your will or whatever, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. And, like, that was the whole right. thing.
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: Anyway, so... <laughs> Although I think it was a little boring, like it would be interesting to go back and read it just because it is so different and seeing like a completely different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um. Since they changed it up so much for the movie, like I didn't really know. Like, are they going to keep the same killer? Is it going to be Tina Fey instead? Like, <laughs> who's going to be right. to blame here? But um. Anyway, what did you guys think of A Haunting in
2: Venice, Daniel? I quite enjoyed it.
4: I thought it was going to be, like, more scary, and I was like, oh, I don't really like scary movies, but it really wasn't very scary, so
2: it was nope.
3: good.
4: Although, right. I will say it was not long, but it kind of felt long. <laughs> hmm.
0: It was hmm. much more horror inflected than the other ones have been. Yeah. That was supposed
1: to be a theme. Yeah. The I think there were a lot of people at my movie theater who thought it was going to be a scary movie. <laughs> I yeah. feel like a lot of people <laughs> did, because the
4: yeah. way that they they Marketed it, they showed all like the scary type stuff. I was like, This is gonna be scary. Like, I don't know if I can do this one, but no, no it, was, it wasn't scary.
0: not at all. No, well, Just yeah, There's a I great didn't even realize, story in there. Well, the changed title didn't help, but I didn't even realize it was supposed to be a Poirot novel until later on. Like, even the trailer, the first one I saw, I'm like, Oh, this is weird.
3: Oh, uh, I saw the first one <laughs> I Michelle saw, was gonna Poirot be like,
0: in it, so. be like a, a scary medium lady in this. Oh, and then he's and then Kevin Brother. okay. Right. There he is. There he is. The mustache. mustache. (laughs) Yeah. Mustaches and Dutch angles, the movie. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And I feel
4: like they filmed it on maybe like a tripod or something and they kept moving it around because it was
0: shaky. Sometimes, yeah. It
4: was a shaky. Well, there
0: were a couple of scenes where they had the thing where it was like attached to the front of him. Mm -hmm. So you could see kind of him kind of desperately running around. Right. A little bit shaky that way, but.
1: Well, it turns out being, you know, poisoned the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did I didn't
1: guess the source for that, but I did guess that the honey was not honey after yeah. like when it was mentioned. Oh, this doesn't taste I'm like cuz I was thinking what is Poirot had that could have been uh-huh. a vector for something cuz I'm like he either got hit yeah. on the head really bad or he's hallucinating cuz he's been drugged somehow. Yeah, you know, I'm and like, also, probably why the fuck the was honey. it in the linen closet? <laughs> because that's where it got hidden by the How housekeeper. Keeps honey in the linen closet.
0: Nobody, Nobody. They had to stash it there. The day that uh, what's her name killed herself.
2: Yeah, and the police. Oh shit! Get rid of the evidence. Put uh, it in the closet. And who digs through linen closets looking for stuff? Did,
4: didn't the they think housekeeper? Maybe they should like throw that shit out. Like, why would we save it? Cause There's a the canal only right there, guys. one who knew <laughs>
1: Danielle. Because the only one who knew was the mom, and she wasn't going to implicate herself by being like, "Oh, yeah, this right? is not just normal honey." Like, yeah, you know, so I thought that was, I figured that part out, but I didn't know where they came from and what right. they were used for until Poirot went into it at the end. But I right. liked it. I thought the setting was really fun and it felt yeah. very intimate, even though it's like the same amount of like main suspects you usually have, it like felt really, like said more intimate to me. I think it's because yeah. we're just in a house doing stuff there. Like it wasn't yeah. as fun adventure to me as like Death on the Nile was. But uh-huh. it's hard to kind of beat that location and going to different places and doing that while we're yeah. solving a murder. But I liked it right. being in Venice. I liked it being like over one night, and it just felt like mm-hmm. really fun and old and detectivey. So and the theme and the yeah. theme was great. The whole Halloween theme and the tale yeah. of the Curt- children's curse and all that just really made it a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought so. But yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's it a lot of like confused a, uh... people who left that movie theater. <laughs> Being like, this wasn't scary at all. Who's this funny guy that, with the mustache? That's pretty.
2: That's pretty normal for marketing, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Especially around this time of year. Yes, right, right.
0: Well, it did seem like a kind of um, Adam Sandler-esque move to be like, "Well, we'll set this in Venice and we'll hang out in Venice for a couple of months and shoot this movie." But I wasn't mad at him. It looked really cool. Yeah, it did. I, yeah. like I liked all of the shots of the canals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just plot, so I thought was creepy and cool. Yeah. And they have a lot of those in Venice that are
1: big and neat looking from like the 15th Uh through 18th century, but nobody can afford to keep them up really. (laughs) Especially not (laughs) then, because most of the money, most of the families with money didn't have money anymore or after World War II. (laughs) But it was weird to me because I'm like, I've been to Venice, but I was, it was when I was 13 in 1996 and I'm like, oh, this movie is set in 1947. So I went there like 49 years later. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, wow. man, times have changed because that's not the 40s is not that close anymore in time. But it was in the yeah, 90s, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it got really neat, especially with the storm making the canals like yeah. too choppy and rough, yeah. and banging on things, and it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was a cool visual. Although I did think to myself, like, well, we can't get a gondola out until morning or whatever. Like, could yeah. you walk though? Like, no. Yeah. Like, there's streets and stuff, you can walk.
1: But there's also, like, little island groupings, and depending on where the palazzo is, you may not be able to walk to it directly. You could walk to it after you got to the little island place it's on, but if you can't Uh get the gondolas out, you can't get to it. So it could be there, because not all of them are linked, especially not... I think they might all be now, but most of the bridges that they had, still had in the 40s, were the ones from the 1500s and stuff. For the most part, so they may not all be linked because you had gondolas going all the time, you know. So it didn't really matter
0: for people. Yeah. Well, um, I liked that they changed the the time period to like the end of World War II Mm -hmm. instead of like the the late sixties. Yeah, let them kind of dive into stuff about you know PTSD and um, the Holocaust, like the doctor being like shaken up from having. Yeah, that liberated would, that concentration. That would fuck camp. up a
1: person. Yeah, Wait,
4: yeah. So I couldn't it understand would. all of what was he was saying. Did he did he kill a bunch of people with milk? What happened? Yes,
1: accidentally because the people were so starved that you couldn't give them anything. And the first soldiers and people who showed up did they gave them food
0: and people yeah. died from that. Yeah, they Be- died. Like re refeeding is yeah, uh, a thing that can happen when you've been severely malnourished, and they like were they for a long time. And they just die. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. shock to their system. Right. And they had
4: to burn down a camp or something. Is that what he said? Because of it, they got like well, ty- the ones that got typhus, typists, yeah.
1: yeah. It was really the only way to stop it that from was spreading. To sterilize but... the building, essentially. Yeah. So, like
4: murder all the people. Well, no, they weren't in there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought it's that probably was probably after, after the typhus terrible. blew through and killed who was, who was going to kill. Right. So then they would have done that with all the bed linens and crap like that in there too. Right. And it was just
0: right. a horrible place. So. <laughs> you know don't need to preserve it
1: yeah. only if really
0: yeah only a few camps uh, well i thought that story was a, a cool parallel with um olga like taking care of what was her name alicia yeah yeah uh with the, the honey tea or whatever both uh unintentionally doing a lot of harm just by giving them something they thought they needed but right um, I thought it was smart to maybe not have every murder be a kid in the movie too. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good change. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have the the kids die off screen if you have to. Although <laughs> I don't know if it's better to be like, yeah, and then we killed them by locking him in the basement, letting the plague take them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have to see it though. So, oh, child murder. Yeah, we got to
1: see.
3: What's well, what are you gonna
0: do? they I mean, little the dollies.
4: What do, we, what do you want them to do?
0: Yeah. It's called quarantine, just guys. just give them, like, a Robitussin. Yeah. Yeah,
4: it was, like, quarantine <laughs> for life.
0: <laughs> for the rest of your life, you're it quarantined was in the for 40 basement.
1: days. Hence yeah. Hence the quarto part. The Italians developed that. It. We got that from them. Oh. And it was for 40 days. Mm-hmm. And if you survived, if you were still alive at the 40 days, you obviously weren't sick anymore. But <laughs> you, you also had Wait to have someone bring you food and shit. And if you had no one to do that, you
0: would probably die. Yeah. So Oh. I never knew. Either that. way they stopped the disease transmission there. <laughs> One way or the other, this disease will not spread. From that location, yeah. Yeah. We but... clearly have learned nothing
4: with our diseases. <laughs> like we could be like what we could be doing, what we could be accomplishing. <laughs> if we locked everyone
1: in the basement <laughs> to die? I mean we did used to do that. There was that island in New York that was the quarantine island for Manhattan? Yeah, near for a bunch of Diseases until like the sixties. Oh, so I mean they had people staff there, like they just lived yeah. there, and then they'd send people there who had like tuberculosis and some other crap. Yeah, and if they survived and made it, then they got to go home. And if not, well, then they didn't spread it to anybody. <laughs> else,
4: survival right? of the fittest—that's how they knew it. I guess so. so.
0: Herd immunity. We
4: got, we've gotten so soft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we did the right thing. We need to start working on our immune systems better.
1: Nobody—we don't like to live with plagues. <laughs> spraying people, but with that's these. what. I felt with COVID, I'm like, oh, plagues are back. Great. We had a nice hundred year, (laughs) Hundred years, we didn't have to worry about it. We had a nice run.
0: Yeah. Now we've got to deal with
1: the plague again.
0: Yeah. But kind of going back to what we were talking about at the the top, like, that's always kind of the idea I've had with, like, literary hauntings, at least, is, like, that's a way for people to process guilt and grief. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I did something wrong, and now I'm going to torture myself by thinking, like, my kid is haunting the place, or... All these kids we' right. just left to die are going to come back and get our revenge, right, right.
4: as they should as
0: well justified so right, yes.
4: no one yeah. would blame them, I don't blame them,
0: justice for the innocent <laughs> yeah, although it's weird for them to be like we fucking hate doctors, doctors <laughs> <did this to laughs> us because
1: right. the doctors and the nurses ran the place, and mm-hmm. they just locked them up and left, yep,
0: All so don't you know. clearly
1: it's the children's curse <laughs> because they're kids, and they can't differentiate between the. Specific ones who were there, and all of them, right? Because they're angry ghosts too. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. not all doctors. You
0: know. <laughs> right, but just <laughs> don't people. go to that palazzo just to be safe. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go to that palazzo in the daytime. It was already. I would. It creepy. looked pretty cool. It was
1: pretty. It's creepy just looking. old and decrepit. It just needs some work. A lot of work. But apparently. I kept thinking, you know what? Maybe I have to look and see if Venice has any old palazzos <laughs> that need some work. Because <laughs> yeah. I would totally get Let's one. Go. And then have a really bitchin', like mansion, yeah, on the canals. I just have to fix it up, help you know, get some money, fix it up. Yeah, and you
0: could invite yeah. the neighborhood orphans over to terrorize them until no. until global warming
2: puts <laughs> it all underwater.
0: Yes, well, yes. hey, no, they've got their uh,
1: their uh, solution to that, Chris. So they've got yeah. their things that fill up in the lagoon that block off the water. Yeah, mm. when there's storm surges, solved forever forever yeah, or for like maybe 50 years and let's do it again <laughs> it's all forever so. <laughs> okay <laughs> or they could do what they've always used to do and you stop up the stuff for a bit and you drain the lagoon in venice and you clean up the canals and make sure your shit's not s- sinking and you just kind of like recock crap and make it okay for like 20 years mm-hmm. and you do it again <laughs> but then they haven't done that for like 100 years now apparently so yeah um, i don't know they used to do that regularly they told us when we were in Venice. Yeah. Venice is a neat place, actually, because of how they built it. Yeah. And then they used, like, impermeable stone for the stuff that's supposed to be underwater. Mm-hmm. Which not all of it is now because of sea level rise. Yeah. But that's been that way for a while. Like, so you go to a lot of the older places, and they have, like... What was a landing on the water is now, like, underwater. <laughs> right. And what was a dry area is now their water entrance. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Well, you know, what
1: are you going to do? But then the slightly newer ones were like the one we saw where they have the boat parking. Yeah, right. Where your boat come in and stuff and you just get off there and go to the house from there. Yeah, That was pretty cool. But that one also had a water, like a door on the water, too, depending, I guess, on how people were arriving
0: and deliveries and shit like that. It'd be so. pretty sweet to have your morning pastries delivered by boat. So it you would be. Boat dock. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I fully <laughs> support you going and fixing up a so somewhere.
4: Yeah, let's all yeah. go. Let's all go. Okay, all right. We'll do that. It looks big enough for all of us. Yeah, I mean. it is. Yeah, yeah those yeah.
1: palazzos are definitely big enough for all of us. Yeah. So um, you just have here, that yeah. huge like common area in Can room I just get my, in my citizenship and then
4: it's cool? Yes. yeah. You yes, you it. can. You can. can
1: do it. You actually should because you get it, and then your boys get it, and Travis can get the I'm a spouse yeah
0: residency. Oh
3: yes. So I could do
4: it.
0: I it could there. be um, Palazzo della Danielle. Or really however you say that pasta. in Italian. Like <laughs> yeah. The
1: pasta for real. And there's regionals. To make there's it, some really great the regional specialties yeah. in the, the Veneto meal. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there's some really great specialties Ooh. in the Veneto region there between Venice and then it's like just some city not too far away on the land that's pretty cool too. That they kind of vied for power. and yeah. the men has controlled them for a long time. We can open There's a all lot of garden. really cool regional stuff there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Tourists will flock.
0: Yes. <laughs> Learn how to make the gnocchi in the Margherita. Oh yes, that would be Perfect. amazing. Um, I should also note that in a like actual sense, hauntings are usually carbon dioxide leaks. So keep in mind if you buy an old place and fixing up and start seeing things probably carbon dioxide. We
3: will I will oh. make
0: sure there's plenty of ventilation. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Window, um yeah. So yeah. Uh I thought Michelle Yao was awesome in this she movie. She
4: was the best. Yeah. yeah she's she awesome was in
0: everything. She murdered. Mm-hmm. It. It was really good.
4: And she just looks so she just she does not age. Nope. She looks the same every time. I she's got no wrinkles on her face. She doesn't even need makeup.
0: <laughs> she is a treasure. She is. She is. Yeah.
4: I wish that she had been in it more because she was the most likable.
2: Yeah. And and I, <laughs> I have to I have to remind people to, you know, go back and watch uh what was it? Police Story Two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where where she she jumps a fucking motorcycle onto a moving train. Yeah, there we go. That's she's just fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, she can do anything.
2: Yep. Anything. Any. Any. But I guess she was more like a the same.
0: She wasn't in it longer. The one you're supposed to be like, oh, something's up with her. Oh, she's dead. Oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping she was going to at least get another seance, and then something might
0: happen. Yeah. Nope. I like that Not seance that scene a lot, especially when Paro was like, "Yeah, shut, shut up, yeah, it come out of the chimney." <laughs> <out of> He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Come out of the chimney!"
1: Boop, <laughs> and the guy falls out. It's like, Nicholas "See, it's a fake." Was in the chimney, <laughs> yes. And then how is she spinning? Oh, other tricks. <laughs> I don't know yet, but we'll figure them out. Just like a a spinny chair. I don't know. Spinny yeah. chair. Yeah, Just a, it looked like it was on a turntable somewhere we didn't see. Yeah, and a very thin wire that went to it, so you wouldn't see it. Yeah. You know, they got pulled, so it was fine. Yeah. Listen, like that Rowena lady
4: brought this shit on herself. She knew she was guilty. She should have just let it go.
0: Yeah. She did. Why? Why was honestly. she trying
4: to have her speak to her again? Yeah. What was
0: what was the thing
1: to find there, out like, who
0: was blackmailing her for sure? Mm. Did she just not expect the kid, No. someone to tell tell her that it was murder instead of just dying? Like, was she? She did, but she was going to play
3: like, it off.
1: She was going to play it off that it was the ex-fiancee. That was the plan. Oh. That's right, because they don't like each other. The M on the typewriter. Yeah. Yeah. They don't Mm. like each other, and he's kind of physical sometimes, and she could play it off. that He snuck in to try to get her back, and she said no, and he killed her.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. For, like, half of his screen time, I thought Maxime was Rowena's ex-husband. I didn't catch Mm. who the hell he was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like kind of weird oh okay no he was, he was the fiance the, the daughter yeah maxime. yeah maxime and he did truly
1: love her yes he was out to make money from his marriage but no he loved her enough he was going to
0: come back for her but yeah. he couldn't. mom wouldn't let him i wouldn't wouldn't stand for that nope sir no can't do it what she A-B? couldn't live without
1: her
4: daughter she was daughter. totally a helicopter parent she yeah. <laughs> yeah she
1: was <laughs> <laughs> well think about she needed her daughter to justify everything in her life yeah well you know yeah. munchausen syndrome so. right I'm like, right. or you could have been nicer to the fiance and y'all could live in that palazzo together.
2: Yeah. So there so, there's another theme in yeah. this movie is uh parents being dependent on their kids. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah. Yeah, the creepy yeah.
4: kid. I really wanted it to be him. Well it kinda was, so
0: was. It kinda was. He at least pushed it. But he was along.
1: also kinda like, I was just testing a theory and it turned out to be true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. I didn't think it was going to lead to like my dad getting killed and all this other shit. Yeah, right. he
4: didn't seem all that sad for a kid that just lost his dad though. Like, oh, well, I guess it will go. He look was the sad house when it happened.
3: Yeah,
1: well, and shock is a real he thing. He was sad. Uh-oh. Yeah. Just to- he was pretty sad right after it happened, but he's been been the adult for a while. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell, so like he's
0: trying to keep himself together. He was riding off into the sunset and I was like, "Oh, so Leopold you're going to be fucking creepy the rest of your life, huh?" He's like, just no. so you know, ghosts will come back, my dad will be here again, like Didn't we just that's, disprove all uh, this? Like that's that's kid thinking
1: though. That's actual like evidence of kid thinking in the yeah. situation from him. Yeah. Like, oh no, he'll be back. Like that's the way this works here. Yeah. And like, yeah, he is probably gonna ride off and be like finally be a kid again for a little bit. Yeah. You know? As tragic as his life has oh. been, like he doesn't have to worry about like other shit right now. It's been yeah. resolved
0: negatively, but it's been resolved. Yeah. So speaking of um, riding off into the sunset, I'm sure we annoyed <laughs> our seatmates <laughs> when they're like, we're going to escape to St. Louis, Missouri. <gasps> we're like, ah, I know that place.
4: And I said, don't do it. Don't do
3: it.
0: I tried
1: not to make a big deal. But then when they're like, we're going to go live on the street. I'm like, there is no such street in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> they're
2: going to be so disappointed. But was it, yeah.
0: was it in that play, though? You mean? Yeah, I think so. so it's in the yeah. movie. See, maybe Which the I second half watched... of the movie was like, oh, there isn't a street named that.
1: And they I have never watched known. all that movie, like, together. Yeah. But I need to. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie, I don't think it's I've kinda seen it. it's kind of sad because they leave, from what I understand. They have to move. Yeah. That's where you get that, have yourself a merry little Christmas song or something from, I think. Is that it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. It's one of those famous Christmas songs that comes from that movie. Yeah, yeah. So, it's Judy Garland at her height, so you can't really go wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I wanted to get up and be like, I'm from St. Louis. <laughs> but I didn't, so. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It was like, shut up.
3: <laughs> and everyone we was like, fine. Well,
1: you know what? They probably wouldn't welcome change. There's all these, like, fucking 20 year olds, like, whispering throughout the whole damn movie. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> including right next to me. Oh, that was that guy. I kind of got pissed. Like, I picked my seat to not be next to people.
0: Yeah, but there was
1: just two left next to me, and I figured, I was hoping no one would pick them. But nope, somebody, some little couple did. Oh, yeah. I stand the it movie, when people
4: want to sit next to us. Yeah,
1: we're always I'm on the end. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking you pick know the the end
4: Why did it's you... like, go away? If there are, like, other why seats... did you?
1: Why did you pick a seat where you could clearly see someone had chosen one right next to you? Right. Like, why I did do you it do on that? Purpose. <laughs> And then oh. I had to hear about how she got some fucking drink for free after she had to come back and get her boyfriend's, like, card or PIN number or something to try to get cash out. Yeah. And she had to go wait. And somehow she got this drink for free, like, they just gave it to her, but she didn't get charged for it and do all this other stuff. So here's, like, $8 back.
4: Wow, you had was like a whole like,
1: cool oh story.
4: They were right <laughs> next to me. And now like, we know I'm about I'm like, this. come
1: on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to put like all. can you can you be quiet? Like she was
4: not interested in the movie <laughs> is what
1: that tells me. No. <laughs> I'm sure she expected it to be scary and it wasn't. Yeah. She needs to
0: go see the extras next like, three or whatever. Like we got it is a couple things month.
1: when Poirot was like at the height of his hallucinating, there was some
0: ghosts around, but that was it. Yeah. Yes. So Yeah. Um So this is a complete uh, diversion, but uh do you mm-hmm. guys have uh Maria Menounos at your theater before the thing starts? Yes. She gives us our
4: movie.
2: I always, yeah. I always get there too late. Yeah, I usually do, but sometimes I, just I catch, catch the like tail at very, her. very end of it.
1: Yeah, same here. There's and another like, person who's uh, never aged.
2: Yeah, Maria Menounos if, if, yeah. if looks we go great. To the, if, if if we go to the other theater, then then we just get the fucking Marcus guy. Marcus, oh yeah,
4: I don't know who that is. I sort of Ray miss the Marcus. autistic cat.
1: <laughs> I've never been to a theater. The Marcus <laughs> Theater is just a Marcus. Me too. I did yeah, go to a couple of times when it was Marcus, Marcus. Wehrenberg, when they're still making yeah. a Wehrenberg. But I haven't been to any of those because they're more expensive. Right. They got pricey, and so I just stuck to AMC.
2: Yep. Oh, really right. you think AMC they still cheap? they still do $5 Tuesdays here. Oh, do they? Well, that's good. Yeah. Wow. So
4: I think, I've been, to, I've been to Missouri lately. We saw, like, the Lyle Lyle Crocodile there with Mom. And I think it was a <laughs> nice. Marcus one, right? In Mid-Rivers Mall, that's Marcus.
1: I think so. Chris. Yeah. I think it is. (laughs) Possibly. I think Um, that's what I saw when I was there. It's really
4: expensive. Yeah. And AMC, I think, is also really expensive. I think ours, the marks, are the cheapest out of all of them.
1: Yeah. Mine, the Grand, is more local, so it's cheaper. But, like, my ticket last night for regular was, like, $14. Yeah. Yeah. So... Because they had it in regular seating or in IMAX. And I'm like, I'm not going to
3: pay. Yeah. (laughs) But maybe
1: I should have because the sound in my theater was kind of shitty. Oh. So, like, (laughs) some of the speakers were broken or something. So it sounded like it was coming through a tin can. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. So their prices are usually around that for new movies at night. Their daytime prices, like, their matinee is, like, 8 bucks. Yeah. That's not bad. So these days, unfortunately, well, $5 would be Tuesday better. We get like
4: 25% mm-hmm. off concessions and it's like so nice. tickets are all it's like It's only like $70 on
0: for food instead of $100. Like, Jesus. Jeez.
4: But like when we went and <laughs> yeah. bought all the stuff at the Marcus Theater, I was like, I can't believe that we just paid this much for popcorn and, and it drinks. it wasn't good. In our theater, it's like half the price. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah. that's how they make their money. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maria Menounos is another person who's never aged, but I was going to ask, mm-hmm. like, do you think that's her laugh? Does she really laugh like that? <laughs> or is that just it's like a carefully
2: cultivated? You laugh.
0: will remember me more if I laugh like a fucking idiot.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probably yeah. It's probably her showbiz laugh. Probably her fake. So business it make her laugh. memorable. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: When I have to like, talk to celebrities, she hates to do it
4: just as much as uh, we hate to listen mm-hmm. to her.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably so. so. There's a there's a class or something, right, where they teach you to laugh. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you develop a. a like a signature or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. It's um, part of being famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You learn your laugh. You learn your signature. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's like your um, clown's mm. face paint. Like it's unique to yeah. you. Uh, was was anyone else expecting the parrot to have been the one that was like making all the kid voices in the yes, background? I actually did.
1: I expected them to figure out at some point that the parrot was singing.
0: Yeah. Not even all
1: the noise, but, like, the singing, the songs and stuff like that was a song that What's Your Face sang, so it was going to be the parrot, but it never was. Yeah. But nobody else heard it.
4: The bo- the little boy Well, yeah, then
1: it. that happened. Well, yeah, he heard it, so I thought maybe the people were just, like, ignoring it or not hearing it well enough. Yeah. Mm. But then that didn't turn out to be the case, so.
0: Yeah. Or is that that certain frequency that only kids can hear? Could be. <laughs> or Barbara or just it has been, really good like... Hearing. like
1: Quiro, like they were hearing a kid talk or hearing her voice, but then it would have been the parrot. But that never happens. No, never did.
0: And what happened to the parrot? Like, oh, they went with left with the palazzo? They went with Leopold. They was on the, oh, okay. the gondola. Was it on the thing? Okay, yeah, good, the cage good. was there at least. So either I he took that. the parrot or he <laughs> took the cage.
4: Yeah, he's like,
0: <laughs> I, I, I took the parrot. I Fuck you, parrot. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna sell this You're bird. just going to live in this palazzo. I'm going to go pawn this out. I'll leave a window open so you can fly out and get food. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um... Do we think that, uh, the, the using the hallucinogens to like figure out the crime, was that like a nod to Sherlock Holmes? Because usually Paro's like very, like, I'm just going to use all my brain power to figure this out. I'm going to make my list. he couldn't for a while. Step through it. But with the the hallucinogenic honey or whatever, his brain process stuff he hadn't figured out consciously yet. Yeah.
1: um, Kind of like
0: Holmes would do. Right.
1: It even talks about that. I was getting signals yeah. from my brain before my rational part could process them. Right.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that happens. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. And I <laughs> saw some uh, discussion online people being like, well, was there really a ghost, though? Because I think there was a ghost. I'm like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was definitively not a ghost. No, because other people couldn't see shit, so I was just pouring out tripping balls. <laughs> right. Like,
4: No, she pulled her mother down was. in the water. Predicts she, though? Was there.
1: No, she oh, didn't. Shit.
4: Come with me.
1: Was anybody just like her that, mother wouldn't? We just that. like her mother wouldn't sink into oblivion. Those canals
0: aren't that deep.
3: <laughs> they're deep enough,
0: but they're not so deep. Well, they're deeper disappear. now <laughs> than they were in the forties, <laughs> only Cause. by a little bit. <laughs> we just talked about this. <laughs> like you could go down there, like
1: a diver could go down there and get her. I guess they did because there were yeah. three bodies at the end. So
0: yeah. Also, like, was that Palazzo tall enough for her to just die when she fell off of there?
1: No, but I think the implication... Remember we saw the scene where the storm made some of those, like, posts sink? Yeah. Come off and say, I think the implication is she hit her head on that.
3: Hmm. I guess fell. so.
1: I guess so. And she didn't kind of fall near oblivion. all those posts. That's right, she
4: had it coming.
1: Even though she didn't, but they recovered her, but I'm <laughs> I'm thinking that's kind of what the point of that was. Yeah, she was covered in the as sheets. As well as so having the did. one...
4: As well as having <laughs> the one bang into the window thing, but I think uh-huh. that was
1: supposed to be like she kind of hit some of those. I guess. So, because be. that's not really how that it's what three stories. Like you're probably not going to die if you hit fall out of the window, like off the
0: balcony or the. I roof guess if even. you hit wrong, you could get like knocked out or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Then drown. drown. Yeah. Do they have but, a current? I guess they have a bit of a current. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it attached her to a under.
1: lagoon that's attached that goes under the ocean, so they get currents. Yeah. Some of those they have
0: tides. tides. They get tides, pretty strong tides. Some of those dolphins I've seen in there like come got her. Like, I don't,
1: think they go in the, I don't think they go in the canals, but they're in the lagoon. Well, they did during COVID. Did they? When everything was people clean People talk again. about that?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> when there weren't people around. I will say
1: the Venetians <laughs> liked that. Like, the people who live there. Uh-huh. The few who are left, because it's mostly, like, Airbnbs now, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the lagoons were, like, the clearest they'd been in, like, 100 years. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> were there, like, amazing. dolphins
4: in them, too? Because yeah. they were so clear. Yeah.
1: I think so. Like, yeah, they were just saying that, like. They normally wouldn't have
0: been because they don't like want to deal with the gondolas, but right. they like, they weren't
4: is even great. doing that. Yeah, they went on a vacation. Those little dolphins. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did want to kind of go through the, like the nods to the book, at least the ones that I caught, and I'm sure there's more that I'm like I just completely missed them because it does seem like they either just took the idea of there being a Halloween party, mm-hmm. and then. Did whatever, or they maybe mixed some other books in there that I've never read before, because there's, again, like a billion of them. Right. Um, yeah. But um, Ariadne was more or less the same. Like, she mm-hmm. was the, cool. the, the author. Although she wasn't involved with anything as far as plotting in the book. Yeah. She was just chapping to be there, and she knew Poilu. She was just hanging out. Yeah.
2: Although I thought Kinda that like was. like that
0: better. Uh, yeah, an interesting twist to be like, uh, no one likes my books anymore, so you have to do something so I can write about it, please. Right, so <laughs> I'm going to use you again
1: to re-famous re- myself.
0: Yeah. Rowena Drake was in it, although, again, she was more like a PTA parent than an opera singer. Yes, I liked her being an opera singer. Yeah. That was neat. She didn't have any kids that I remember, but I could have just missed it. I don't know. Um, Olga was in it as a completely different person, so that was more like a name. Yeah. Olga mm-hmm. was the one who was killed originally that the kids saw, instead of yeah. like, the former nun. Mm-hmm who was taking care of Alicia, who wasn't in the book at all. Um, Leopold was still in it, and he was still creepy. <laughs> Though maybe a little more creepy in this one, because he's like, I don't know, young Vincent he's, Price or whatever. Yeah, like. because he's a kid, <laughs> yeah, he's a kid who's, being, who's being an adult. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mrs. Reynolds, like, I, d- I tried to go back through, I don't think anyone was named that in the book, but there was a person, like a local lady, who came to the party. Dressed up as a witch and told people's fortunes, mm. like she, uh, uh, yeah, had that kind of like soothsayer medium set up. So that was more like a, I don't know, an adaptation than a direct nod. But and then again, there was still a garden. Although the garden in the book was like huge and sunken, and the whole point was the guy was gonna buy a Greek island with the inheritance and make his own version of the Garden of Eden. With Rowena, when they got away with it, jeez, yeah, it was weird. That's
2: a it plan. Was really weird. It, um, it is certainly a plan. <laughs> something you could do.
3: I wouldn't something. advise it, but you can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and again, the the book plot was basically thrown away at the, at the end. Where he's like, "Here's what's actually happening with your friend." So, mm-hmm. anyway, um, so surely there's like a hundred more Fauro books. Do you think Kenneth is going to keep going? Like, is he going to make one, I don't know, in Hawaii or something? Like, where I goes to Hawaii? <laughs> I hope he keeps making them. Introduce- Co-starring Jennifer Aniston, or, like, he's going to follow the Sand- Sandler approach? <laughs> well, it's Kenneth Branagh. I mean, like, I-, <laughs> I think he'll make these till he can't. Like, yeah. Like, he's made all the
1: Shakespeare's, practically. Right. So, like, I think he'll keep making them once every few years until he doesn't want to. Yeah. Which would be yeah. good for us, because it's a great character. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and they can introduce a lot of people to Poirot, who aren't going to read the books, or aren't going to read the obscure ones, all that kind of stuff. Right.
0: Is he so. going to run out of famous friends to be in it?
1: I no. don't think
2: so. The
0: Burnin' Through actor is like at a steady
2: clip here. Like. No, he's he's <laughs>
1: the one of those guys that knows like everybody. Everybody. So yeah. they'll get people. Eventually, Channing Tatum will be in one.
0: <laughs> so.
4: Oh, did you know, know that he's a that sir? One.
0: I did <laughs> know he was a sir. Sir Kenneth Ken. Branagh. Yes, he is. Do you think Poirot um, will ever fight a giant I you mechanical were talking spider? About Channing Tatum. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no he He's not cannot a be
2: nighthood. a sir. It's not he too late. He can
1: get a knighthood, but he won't be able to use the title. <laughs> he could still do you it. Can't use it with honorary ones, but you can put the stuff behind your name. So
0: just has to do a service to the the crown, and he'll he'll get it.
1: Well, he'd probably get an order of the British Empire first, and you yeah. can get that by just being famous. <laughs> oh, I want one of those. And making like Ooh. good movies and shit. So. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, to get some of the higher grades, you have to be a little more directly connected to, like, make a lot of movies in the UK, or do yeah. something a little more special, or do something that benefits. I don't know. Probably. I mean, yeah. If he did stuff that benefited like UK children is, a lot, they would get it. one. Is
4: he the one that was Gilderoy Lockhart? And, like,
3: yes. And he uh-huh. did the
4: Harry Potter 2? The second and he like yes. direct it also? Again, oh, gosh, gosh he looks so different, Chain different Tatum.
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> Chain and Tanner should be in Harry Potter, agreed. Well, when <laughs> they're, they're going to remake it in a TV It's going to be like a dance-off one or something.
4: they have to be dancing sorry <laughs> i'm reading about this radar right now.
3: <laughs> i thought
4: that was him but he doesn't yep. look like him anymore obviously he's much older yeah
0: yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. not much older but he's older well, it has been 20 years since he played yeah. gilderoy lockhart so that's not that long
1: <laughs> it's old it enough for like week. a 40 year old to then become a 60 year old and look older <laughs>
0: Cyberdale.
4: Oh, the Haunting in Venice and the Nun, too, tied oh. in the box office this weekend. That would be a
0: weird double feature.
4: Yeah, sure would. <laughs> I don't want to see that Nun.
0: No. I want looks to. Creepy.
4: Gosh, that's terrifying. Don't even show me the preview. I hate um, it.
0: Would he ever branch out and start do some Miss Marple instead? Maybe. Like, let Tina Fey do a spin-off and she could do the Miss Marple as Ariana, whatever her name was. That'd be great. Could be. She I'd could take on that. this marble instead. Yeah, I like Tina Fey a lot in this.
2: Yeah.
0: I did too. I was glad they just made her American, because I don't know if she could have pulled off a British accent the whole time. but <laughs> She had that cool, like, uh, mid-Atlantic accent going on. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and she looked very fashionable, which I appreciated. Anyway, uh, so would you recommend this? Oh, yeah. But I like these movies. <laughs> yeah. I've enjoyed them all Yeah
1: Which makes me wonder if I could enjoy the books But it's just, reading is hard to do these
3: days
0: <laughs> Yeah so. Um, Try the audiobooks I liked the audiobooks a lot Okay, That's how I, I did uh, Murder on the Orient Express mm-hmm. um, Kindle, or uh, Audible has Audible? some good ones Yeah yeah. Well, I got a few
1: credits, so maybe I'll get one I think I got yeah. Death on the Nile, actually Yeah. I just haven't listened to it yet, so
0: I'll try that out, see what I yep. think Although it is easy to get lost in, like, who the hell was that person? I don't remember. Whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's the not taking difference. notes about who was who, but... Yeah. Um, Danielle, would you recommend this?
4: Yeah, it was good. Better I than like
0: Murder this. on the or- Orient? I
4: didn't like Murder on the Orient Express, like, at all, so yeah, this one was better.
0: Better than Death on the <laughs> Nile?
4: No, I think Death on the Nile was better.
0: Death on the Nile was certainly more fun. Yeah. 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 Certainly more fun. Cool. Alright well Daniel's got a heart out So I'm going to ask you first okay. Do you have anything else that's good?
4: Um, I'm negative for COVID now So Woo-hoo! that's good Alright Jealous That was real awful Yeah Travis had it before me apparently. Allegedly He tested positive Allegedly. for it I had, I had it the first me.
0: positive test Yeah. Uh,
4: And he still was testing positive yesterday But <laughs> mine's negative
0: I'm just lucky I guess But I
4: had like worse symptoms Because like totally messed up all my smell And my taste for a while that sucks. Yeah, it was it was not it was not fun, but it's mm. better now. And um, but well, you know we, we still have two. Back. We still have I guess three because Travis is still technically positive. Three in the house with it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Speaking oh, of plagues,
4: if I had a basement,
0: y'all, <laughs> I'd already be dead.
4: I'd be locking <laughs> you in there.
0: She <laughs> would alas, feed you.
4: But alas, we have no basement. Leave so. you
0: plates of food outside the door. <laughs> she did confine me to the upstairs for a while, although it didn't help. Yeah. Right. Apparently. <laughs> Are you asymptomatic, Travis? Is that's why it's sticking around. I mean, I had been for a while, but then I had like a rebound case.
4: He's just got I mean, kind of, at of least like a yesterday. Nose. Like
0: I had a very runny nose, and like I don't know. When I finally went to bed, I felt a little feverish. But well, I feel
1: like I heard. I feel if you good take now. The, the the pill for
0: it that it can happen. Yeah. I
1: heard oh, yeah. that it
4: can happen. It can just happen anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Because we don't know. Because who had the it pill first. suppresses your symptoms and shit right. while it's trying to treat you like. Right after you take your
0: course, you could have a day or so where they come, like that happens a bit. Right, right. Once it's you kind know. of worked its way out of the system, but you're not quite over it. Yeah, but like the kids both have it, and Levi has had no symptoms really, so maybe he had it first. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Re- reinfecting each other? I don't know. Could be.
4: Just don't give it back to me. I'm negative. I'm good. I'm, I'm trying going my out. best. I'm going out today. <laughs>
0: <It's> just going <laughs> go, go spread <laughs> to everybody. Blow this joint. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else aside from, like, sleeping for a week straight? Um, it's, it's, it's not
4: 110 degrees anymore, <laughs> so... That is there you go. exciting. It felt here.
0: chilly because it was only 80 degrees.
4: I know, right? <laughs> It's like, we don't know how to handle this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's all, though. All
0: right. Um, Chris, do you have anything else that's good? Just busy.
1: Got Yom Kippur starts... Yeah, next weekend, like yeah. Sunday night, which reminds me, I have to tell them I won't be there that Monday. Yeah, <laughs> whoops. Um, well, I was, should have told them like before school started, but yeah, I was trying to figure see what all our Disney travel dates are, and I finally got that from Brittany. Oh, yeah? So now I can tell when them. When are that you going to Disney? November, Ooh. November sixth. Nice. We're right. going to catch the end of food and wine. Yeah. And then we have tickets for Mickey's, like, the first or second night of Mickey's
0: Christmas thing or something. Nice.
1: Sweet. So we've planned it to overlap with those two.
0: I want to go to the food and wine thing one day. It's going to yeah. be great, honestly. I hear it's really good. Like,
1: we've been watching videos about it because it's going now.
0: Yeah. Mm. It starts
1: in, like, July, end of July, and goes till November. Right. So uh, we watched some videos from some people who went, and I'm like, that's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah. But it won't be a million degrees, or it should be, like, in the 70s and 80s over there. Nice. And we're going to do... So we're basically going to, like, do shit we've been seeing for years. Yeah. So we're going to hit up... Probably... We're not going to do Animal Kingdom. We're going to do Magic Kingdom one day. Yeah. We're going to do Food and Wine with Epcot. Yep. We're going to do Star Wars shit in at Star Wars Land. Yeah. Um, then we're going to take a day in there, we're going to go to Universal so we can finally do the Harry Potter stuff. Nice. Um, and then we have a couple days in there where we plan not to really do much of anything because we're all, like... That's a good idea. Late 30s, yeah. and we'll probably need yeah. some... Put some rest, some days rest in Some rest days, yeah.
0: So. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be. We would tend be to be there fun. for, like, the marathon weekend, which is in January. Mm-hmm. So we get the other side of the Christmas stuff. All the decorations yeah. are still up, but the crowds were down. So. Right. That'll probably nice. be cool. Yeah. To see all the lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it
1: should be good. Cool. I'm trying to look forward to it, but I'm also trying not to because it's still like two months away. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be here like, before I still you. Still got some time. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. The way time goes. Um, good. good.
0: Good. Good. Um, other Chris, what else is good?
2: Uh, so we watched a few episodes of a Poker Face. Ooh, how again, is that? Which, uh, it's really good. I've heard good things. Uh speaking of speaking of like murder mysteries i guess like the way it's formatted it isn't as much of a mystery because they kind of tell you uh uh-huh. within like the first 5 or 10 minutes basically right. like what happened yeah okay and then the the fun of it is is really mostly just Natasha Leone being Natasha Leone. right mhm uh-huh. and like her going through and figuring it out and dealing with all of the all of the characters and everything. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, it if, if you like Natasha Leone, like, and you I do, like this show. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's how it goes. And like, it's, uh, and, and the, the murders and everything, like, they're, they're well crafted stories. Yeah. And like, uh, the, the amount of tension, I guess, is like, very, very carefully calibrated yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a fun time.
0: Yeah. And her whole thing is like, she can always tell when people are lying. Right. Like they all have a bad poker face to her.
2: Yeah. Basically. Nice. Like, uh, uh, what was it? Yeah. Sort of the way, it, sort of the way it starts off. Like they, they give kind of her backstory. And I guess, uh, she was like, using this ability as a poker player uh-huh. to like just fleece people <laughs> for a good uh-huh. long time yeah. before uh before the mob caught on essentially uh... and, like forced her to stop doing it. Yeah.
0: They're like no. You fucking up our yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. That sounds cool. It's like but one now, now she now she, you know, travels the country and solves murders. Yeah. It's like one yeah. season so far? Yeah. Okay. On like Hulu or Peacock on, or, I think it's on Peacock. Peacock, yeah the one the one that nobody has. <laughs> I have it on Peacock. Oh well, well then you could watch it. Okay,
1: I'm gonna have to. Yeah. And yeah. I'm used to Herbie on Netflix for <laughs> cool edgy shows. Yeah. yeah, But I have it. I got it for Brave New World when they first came on and never got rid of it. Oh, so we they have shows every now and then that are interesting. Yeah.
0: You can also watch Fifty or Thirty Rock. Oh And, oh, and The Office on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Peacock. think that's part of the
1: reason we kept it. Yeah. Too is because Britney really likes The Office. Yeah. And she used to watch it a lot on Netflix and then it left, so Yeah. Now you have to watch it on Peacock. Oh. Unless you have a VPN and then you can still get it on <laughs> Netflix in like England or something.
0: Does she watch <laughs> season nine or no? I don't know. Oh. I just turn it off. I hate that season so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid.
1: Brittany um. likes to rewatch shows that she likes a lot, so I just kind of ignore whatever she has on. Yeah. Unless it's something we're all watching together, because that's how it goes sometimes. you are not always into each other's favorite background noise shows. So. <laughs> right. Yep. But yep. this year we'll have to watch Friends again, because she didn't make <laughs> us do it last year. <laughs> a whole a year of Friends. She's a very b- b- big Friends fan. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I pretty much only watch that when I'm like, I'm going to also play a video game on the Switch or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I need the extra light or whatever. Yeah. In
2: the room. But... Um like Man, I don't I don't know how people can do that. What What just like man, have a know. background I, noise I, show? I'm not a Yeah, I'm not a person that has like it's background noise, I guess. Got to yeah. be
1: I, ones I found that you know very well. Yeah. So it doesn't matter where you get caught in attention again. Like for me it's usually a Star Trek of some sort.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: I usually end up watching it eventually, but then I also, it's like, oh if I want to look at other stuff or need to attend to something, I don't feel bad about leaving it, Because right. I know what's happening.
2: Right, right. So Yeah Otherwise I just, yeah It's like no, I have to pay attention I just I just don't though Like <laughs> I don't I don't I, I don't understand The need for it I guess Yeah Well, I've learned like, a lot of people
1: Are uncomfortable in
2: silence Right Yeah That's what Daniel would not say awesome If she was still here Cause yeah. her
0: thing is not a show It's um Food Network Yeah So it's yeah. whatever's going on Like the sound of people we have cooking have some of that and, too Like,
1: like- Pluto is good for that. Like, yeah. Well, Brit- you'll put on like prices, right. Or something. Right. Mm-hmm. She really is not going to be in there, but she won't need some sound. I'm like, Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. Like, can I switch it? You've had prices right on for a while. Like I don't want to watch <laughs> this. <laughs> so, but like, I'm like, I got comfortable with silence in social work because they yeah. teach you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause sometimes you're with people who just don't want to interact with you at the moment. Right. So yeah. like, that's fine. We can just sit here. It's cool. Yeah. Yep. We don't have to do anything. Yep. And it's just quiet and you're like, alright. But other people are like, oh, then I start thinking about stuff too much. I'm like, well <laughs> Right. You're gonna have to deal with it
0: eventually Sometimes, so why don't you do it yeah. now? And for me And I mean, then you can then you can enjoy the silence later. Yeah. Exactly. For me it is like a stress response when I'm like really stressed out, I'm like, I'm gonna have all the stimulants I can possibly have. So yeah. listen to a podcast and play a video game in the room while someone has a TV <laughs> tv it's mm. <laughs> so like i yeah, can't possibly of... think about the thing that's stressing me out but okay <laughs> i got you
1: um, i tend to focus on stuff too much if it's stressing me out so i get it
0: right mm. i just i just think about it yeah well the... i will go through a catastrophe <laughs> cycle. you like and that. your like emotional maturity like come on like i'll yeah, go through a catastrophe yeah. cycle where it like really
1: overwhelms me right then i have to go like oh well, everything's just gonna go to shit
2: uh-huh. And then, yeah.
1: then that eventually goes away. Goes away, and I'm like, okay, well, that's not really going to happen that way, and we'll be fine. Yeah, yeah.
2: But so. I mean, the thing is, the thing is that as long as you know that that's what's happening, it it shouldn't affect you as much, right? Like, I One am just dealing with this. Yeah. the it's, way that I deal with it, it's uh-huh. like
1: I know what's happening as much as I don't want right. to experience it. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know that I just have to let it run through as uncomfortable yeah. as that will
2: be. Like, like my my thing is like. Uh, I'll, I'll. I don't know, like, like on Wednesdays when I go to the office, or like, um, if I if I go to a party or something, if uh-huh. I'm like surrounded by people, like I'm, I'm kind of in my element there. Uh huh. Like I, weirdly enough, I'm kind of an extrovert, I guess. Uh huh. Um, but then, uh, and. The same thing happened, like, when I was uh, in, in Iowa last week, you know?
3: Uh-huh.
2: Um, like, surrounded by family, surrounded by people, like, like constant sort of activity, I guess. And then all of that goes away, and I just feel fucking awful. Uh-huh. Like, ah, uh, like, I'm... I am more alone now than I ever have been in yeah. my entire life or something. <laughs> like, every single time. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like... So it's like, I just, I just have to, you know, deal with that for a day or two afterwards. Right.
0: Yep. Yeah. And there's probably not much else you can do except just like deal with it. Yeah. Just like like, everyone come back over. Come on.
2: It'll, yeah, exactly. Like, like, no, please. Like (laughs) I need to be surrounded by people at all times. Right. Like, no, I, I can't really do that. Yeah. Well,
0: And that's kind of the thing for me also is a lot of time the thing that's stressing me out is like something I'm going to have to do at work. And the only thing that's going to stop it stressing me out is to do it.
2: Doing the thing.
0: And it's like, I can't do it right now. Like, so I'll shut every other emotion off right now. Thank you. (laughs) I'll overload the system until I can deal with it. But (laughs) not saying it's healthy. It's just my coping mechanism. But
3: (laughs) (laughs) anyway. Um,
0: I had a couple of things I was going to bring up for what else is good. So one is this game called uh, Sea of Stars, which came out not so long ago. I think it's for pretty much every system. Um, It is a kind of an homage to the 16-bit RPGs. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like a pixel art, kind of like Chrono Trigger or... Secret of Evermore style battle system where like you wander around and see the enemies that you're going to have to fight. yeah. And then your positioning can uh, have something to do with it uh, when you're actually using attacks and stuff. Um, mm. It's really, really cool. It's very pretty. Um, and it kind of wears on its sleeve that it's an homage to all these types of games. Like
4: They even cool. lifted
0: the guy in the mountains um, one of the stages you're running through in the mountains. You talk to a guy who's like, Mountains are nice. This is the life. And if you keep talking (laughs) to them, it gives you whatever. Not a speed tab, but whatever. So, like, direct references to other games I appreciated. Um, Nice. But it's pretty, and it's interesting, and it kind of um, takes away the need for, like, Phoenix Downs and that kind of stuff. Because when you're in battle, if your people get knocked down, they have a counter, and they'll just get back up. If you Mm -hmm. can stay alive that long, and there's, like, a dynamic where you can see what the enemies are going to do as far as an attack, and if you perform certain actions, you can disrupt them and keep them from doing it, so it's kind of like planning your your moves and your energy expense so that you can keep them from, like, murdering you, so. Cool. It's really cool. And it's on Game Pass, so if you've got, like, PlayStation Plus or Game Pass, I think you can get it for free, so. Worth it's checking okay. out. It yeah, I will check we got out Yeah. That's Starfield because Matt has Game Pass. So. Ooh, 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 creepy. I'm not looks, playing. So. Yet, so creepy looks in space. He started it. I don't have time to play games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do, but I just get home and I don't have the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. this one's good for that because you can go through and play an area, and then like, okay, I'm done. Well, That's or, cool. Or just jump in and plays the know. the mini game that they've got, um, like a tower defense mini game. Called Reels or whatever, but... Um, the other one... Hold on, I'm gonna go grab it. All right. Grab. (laughs) Wah. Wah. The other one is I got a new, to me at least, Tilly Walden comic called Spinning. Oh, cool. Ooh. So I have brought her up a couple of times on the podcast already. She did, um... On a Sunbeam and... Um, are you listening... Um... I gather this was, like, the original. This is, like, mm-hmm. a memoir of her time when she was doing, like, competitive ice skating. Okay. Oh. Um, and when she had to move from, uh, I should remember, Massachusetts, I think, down to Austin. And, like, the culture oh. changed between the, the ice skating scenes there. But yeah. it's really good. Um, all of her stuff is good. But it's, like, not like the kind of memoir where it's like and then this happened and this happened and this happened and that's the whole point it's kind of like an emotional memoir where she's just kind of yeah. capturing here's the frustrations i had with like my team or dealing with going to competitions and my parents not really getting it or like mm. um having my first girlfriend in Austin, Texas where people were still kind of like not cool with that kind of thing. Right. You know, yeah. So uh i can highly recommend it. It's really good. Um, cool. Uh, and I also, you could see some of the DNA of some of her other stuff in there. Like on a sunbeam is kind of like uh, feels to me like the idea of her going to this new like private school. Where in that mm-hmm. book, it's like a new private school that's in space that floats around and does mm-hmm. stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. there's some of that aspect there, or um, mm-hmm. her book about the road trip they take. And are you listening? Kind of. Dealing with, you know, uh, abuse that she suffered, um, and processing why her parents might not have known about it, that kind of thing. Um, and of course, uh, my favorite topic is covered, which is like shitty sports parents (laughs) Mm. (laughs) who are way too into it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and like getting on her case about not paying for the, the time on the ice, even though it was already paid for by the team and that kind of stuff, but, um, is interesting because I can't think of too many other sports stories like that where they're kind of like, uh, you have to keep doing this? What the fuck are you... Uh. <laughs> Jeez. And when she finally decides to quit, her parents are like, great, fantastic, wow. saving money. <laughs> yeah. But it's really good. Cool. Really, really good. Anyway. I got this one I haven't read yet. Mm-hmm. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say it because we can't read that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can't? No, I mean. Well, it's the boy, <laughs>
1: the mole, the fox, and the horse. What is that even about? I've seen it, but. Life advice? Yeah. Really? But it's like some guy, I think, started it during the pandemic. Uh huh. And then he put it into a book. So it has like these f- picture, like Yeah. It's like that. And it gives imagery. life advice. Yeah. Like it's set up as a story of like these boy and these animals walking around talking about stuff. Uh-oh. But it builds up to things. Oh. Like this one is like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Kind, said the boy. <laughs> and then he's sitting with the I guess it's the mole on a branch and it's raining. He's got an umbrella over him. Uh huh. And then they're talking about so it's like, What do you think success is? asked the boy. To love, said the mole. And there's like a cake. It's like, do you have a favorite saying? Asked the boy. Yes, at the mole. Well, what is it? If at first you don't succeed, have some cake. I see. <laughs> Does it work <laughs> every time? Nice. <laughs> so stuff like that. Yeah. Just a tiny of, taste, and there's like the uh, mole eating yeah. a bunch of cake. Kind so of it builds up Winnie from the there. Pooh. A little bit. The people who reviewed it said it kind of has that vibe of Winnie the Pooh, especially yeah. the Tao of Pooh. Stuff uh, like I'm that. Good. So I got one of the more famous, the more well-known parts. So I was just paging through, uh-huh. and it's like, well, sometimes I don't want to be here, or things like that. Uh huh. So, and they talk about things like that, and then like, here's one further. on. When have you been yet your strongest? Asked the boy. When I've dared to show my weakness, said the horse.
3: Asking no.
0: for help isn't giving up. It's refusing to give up. So stuff like mm-hmm. that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. So. And the boy wasn't like, holy shit, a talking horse. No, he's not surprised <laughs> by any of this. Okay. It's like, sometimes, here's one. It's like, sometimes I worry you'll
1: all realize I'm ordinary, said the boy. Love doesn't need you to be extraordinary, said the mole.
3: Yeah.
1: We mm-hmm. all need a reason to keep going, said the horse. Well, what's yours? You three, said the fox. Getting home, said the boy. Cake, said the mole. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've discovered something better than cake. No, you haven't, said the boy. I have replied to them, oh, well, what is it? A hug. It lasts longer. Depends
0: on how this big the cake has, is, like, I guess.
1: Yeah. This
2: good little, like, draw. It's one of those Costco cakes. Are, that for oh, my God. Time. Yeah,
0: Costco cake.
2: <laughs> Sorry,
1: kids. Hugs are great, but Costco cakes are better. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only, like, kind of white cake I like is a Costco one because it's, uh-huh. like, it's a really good, moist, even though people don't like that word, like, cake with a <laughs> good buttercream layers in there and shit like it's amazing well that so
0: that seems like a great place to end agreed (laughs) the secret to happiness costco costco cakes we have solved the end the end it's a little (laughs) thing you can do for yourselves i'm hitting stop okay that was our session for today homework for this time is if you're so inclined get in the comments And let me know if we missed any other references to the Poirot books. Like, it feels like this was maybe a hybrid of a few books. Surely someone out there already knows, so if that's you, let us know. Regarding on Second Thoughts today, personal apologies to Agatha Christie on my behalf. One should not speculate on someone else's medical or mental conditions just based on some internet comments. And look how many best-selling books I've ever written. Zero. Were she still with us? Even if she were deep in the grips of dementia, even her most boring mystery ever would still have a better twist than I could ever dream of. So yeah, all respect where respect is due. Stay hard, Agatha. Today's episode was loosely based on Agatha Christie's book Cat Among the Pigeons. I mean, it could be. You've never read it. And it was adapted by Chris Chris Ham, Chris Other Chris Jacobson, Daniel, neither Chris Rowe. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by. No one in particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. you you
3: think Let curses me, uh, aren't
2: real they're not
0: what
4: <laughs> i don't think they're real either what i also don't believe in ghosts like that
0: but didn't you see how all those doctors just died mm. but we know how that happened <laughs> no it was the ghosts no
1: it was not oh it was children. sad people who've been highly traumatized <laughs> and one who was freaking the fuck out because she didn't know how to live without her daughter.
2: The end. So, end of the,
1: the end. end. Alright, that's the longest it. Alright, <laughs> we
4: did it real fast. Record time. Alright, yeah. stop. Okay.